Hello and welcome to Kill the Dragon, a podcast for dangerous saints. Clink, 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 Sword, sword. Yes. Finally landed one. And we are, this is episode 13, but I think we've decided that it's officially episode one of a new season. Yes. Season three. Season three. So we started in 2021. This is the 2023 school year. So we're in our, our third iteration of things. Sweet. And you know what? I've enjoyed it. It's been good. You guys are the best. Yeah. Well, it's the encouragement for each other, is it not? Yeah. You know? And I don't know if anybody's listening. No. Well, but I, My mom is <laughs> still. So, hi, Mom. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, Mom. Thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> well, so how's life, Fred and Shauna? How, what's God doing in your life? How are things going? What's new since the last time we, we met? Tennis balls in your court. Ladies first. Go for uh, it. Yes, exactly. Yes. You're, the, uh, yes. you're the lady that goes first. Awesome. Great. <laughs> um, and the Lord has just been drawing us into a really sweet space where we are learning to um, just kind of rest in the things that we have heard him say um, and not get all, you know, discombobulated when the maybe the what ifs or the even in the wanderings, um, you know, words that he has spoken over us and just kind of walking in those and resting in those. Um, that's a hard thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> not letting your mind wander, even if you're not necessarily like doing the what if, like the deep dark hole, you yeah, know, where you're. Right. But even if it's just, okay, this is what we heard the Lord say. Now, what all does that entail? And what direction do we go? And when do we go that direction? When And, and so those kinds of things have been um, recently what I feel like he is speaking to us. And so how do we rest in what we know we've heard him say and wait on the Lord? Um, so he has been very kind to us in showing us just in his scripture where um, one of my favorite things I'm, I'm doing my my reading plan. And so I'll, I really love that because I can't let myself go to the places that I want to go, right. you know, to try to like make this word. Oh, oh, I heard from the Lord today, but really I know what I turn to. Yeah. Um, so I love a reading plan. I know that I always say that, but for that particular reason, because I have, I'm in no control over what I read. And, but what I'm in right now is um, Genesis and Exodus. And so I'm watching what No God, way, you're in the Old Testament? I know. It's, I'm learning all kinds of things. <laughs> <laughs> Finish Malachi and start it right over. Yeah, right okay. Over. Yeah. So one of the things that I uh, love, though, is when the Lord called the Israelites out of slavery. First, what he did before he led them out of Egypt was he gave them favor with the Egyptians um, and they gave them all kinds of riches, all kinds of things, material things that walking out into. Class in two oh, there we go. Class is going there to start. We got to explain that. So we're in my classroom right now and we have a, the wonderful bell system. It's not a word from the actual Lord. Yes. <laughs> Angel of the Lord says you got two minutes. Right. Yes. Yeah, so wrap it up. Sure. It probably actually is what he says. Can she wrap that up, please? Um, Anyway, um, it, it'll keep ringing. We'll keep talking. It'll be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, they were given the riches and, and, and very tangible goods that they left Egypt with to walk into this place that they didn't know what they were going to need them for. And then the Lord gives very specific design to this tabernacle. But, oh, look, they have all the things that they need to carry out what the command that the Lord gave them. Um, and so as we are just kind of thinking about these seasons, um, as we exit out of one season I just feel him pressing in on the things that we learned or that we taught, things that we're going to carry from one season over into the next. 
um, in these very specific commands and uh, just that's been over the last several uh, months I guess but the last week or so um, has been uh, I get kind of or, or I, at least I have every other time like kind of bored with reading the very intricate parts of the tabernacle um, but this time as I was reading I just was reminded of his intricate plan over this place where he would reside and now that's us and he lives in us and so those intricate designs are with our plans yeah. and that's not a brand new concept but just something that was a really sweet reminder that day of he's not he's not just speaking out this grand word or this thing over your life and then kind of move it on to something else. Like he's got these very specific, it's going to be this long and this wide and this color with this material kind of thought process over the plans of my life. Yeah. Hey, good. There we go. Now I can start over again. That's right. <laughs> but that just was sweet to me. Why would he care? Why does he care about my life? First of all, He's kind to bring me out of the domain of darkness into the kingdom of light, but then he's sweet to go beyond that yeah. and to plan these very intricate details over my life and then not place the burden on me having to find all the materials to do the thing he asked me to do to begin with. Right. It's just sweet. It's all him. There is nothing of me. There is nothing of my hands, my toil, my smartness, which I don't have, my nothing. There's nothing of me that is necessarily going to bring any kind of plan to fruition is all him so it was a really great day really great moment really great things that the lord i feel like has been showing us over the last couple of months it's all him nothing of us is that a is that a piece or, a, or an increase of faith that helps you in sorting out all the sort of physical details right because that sounds sure. like a, a moment that might be really um comforting and peaceful in a in a quiet time but then you get up and go and you move into the plans and right. move into the things right does that kind of renew your for mind sure. for that okay. yes yep for sure um in fact one of the the um verses he tell moses is he he told the israelites that he's not going to go right with them i'm not going to go and moses like I, I we cannot go if you don't come with us and so this uh version that I'm reading um, I usually do an ESV but I'm just reading through the complete Jewish Bible this time just to, to I guess compare and contrast right in Hebrew um, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> no because remember how I said the smartness oh, wouldn't right. be the thing that added in <laughs> um, no it is not it is in English but it does keep the Hebrew names of the Lord which is really cool to That's me awesome. um, but in, in that version it said it, God comes back and he tells Moses, he says, rest your mind. I will go with you. Um, and so that kind of is what I can do. I can move these. It, it could be a really daunting thing to look at the task that, you know, he's given us and then try to figure it all out. We could be really busy. We could be really anxious. We could be lots of things. But what that verse reminded me is like, I can rest my mind. I can wonder, I can dream, I can daydream. I can think, okay, I can do what we feel prompted to do, but everything else I can just, all right, I wonder what that's going to be like, but yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to hand it over to you. Mm -hmm. Um, and it doesn't necessarily even back off, you know, my prayers. I, I'm quite often joke that I feel like I'm the persistent widow. Like I, I never stop. I never can like, just let him, <laughs> let it be. I'm always going to pray about it. He's probably like, if you'll just 
<laughs> for two seconds, get out of my face. But it doesn't stop me from praying over it. It just helps me not to worry about it. Mm-hmm. It helps me not to feel like, okay, I gotta, I gotta make this thing happen. Because right. I can do nothing of it. Well, it goes, you know, it's the ask and keep on asking. Mm-hmm. It's the knock and keep on knocking. Mm-hmm. It's the seek true. and keep on seeking. Yeah. I mean, the persistence. Um, and that's even nothing of my own. No, it's not. It's what he brings yeah. us into. He gives us the desire yes. to continue to yes. do that. You know? right. But it's not that I seek, ask. Oh, I did it one time. Mm-hmm. Right. I was third grade, fifth grade, or whatever. And I saw it in last December. But it's it's the consistent thing. So, yeah, that's great. It's like eating, too. Yeah. I ate that one meal at time. Yeah. Why am I hungry? Yeah. Because. <laughs> Keeps on going. Yeah. yeah. It's just sure. like the deer panting for the water. It's like you're always going to be hungry. You're always going to be thirsty. Just give it time. Your soul's going to be hungry again. Yeah. And it's going to turn to something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got to keep returning to, keep setting your affections on yeah. God, not just do it once and kind right. of wipe your hands up. Right. Yeah. How are you? You got to speak at a couple times. Yeah. Like, it's just so crazy. Going on. Yeah. It was, um, got to speak at a men's conference last, uh, last week and, and uh, I got another opportunity to speak. And you know, it's so funny, Sheila and I were talking, my wife, it, it's just, uh, you know, we've been in a season that's been difficult, you know, just just things, you know, just life and just, uh, in this world there will be many troubles and heartaches and problems. We've just been in a season of that, you know, and Chill's still trucking, uh, seeking out the, the things of the Lord, you know? And it's so funny, sometimes the Lord goes, okay, here's, I want you to tell about my goodness. Even when you're in the middle of stuff that all you want to do, no, I want to circle the wagons and try to figure this thing out myself. And uh, no, you know, go, go seek. It's almost, you know, it's the Isaiah uh, fast, you know, is when you begin to serve the widows uh, and, and, and look after the poor and serve in your hurting or your pain or your difficulties, then healing comes to you as well. So it's just crazy. You know, it's just, <laughs> hey, things are difficult. Yeah, okay, so I want you to go speak and tell, tell, them, about, tell them about me. Yeah. So it's just so cool. And, of course, I'm in Acts chapter 5 now in what church. Huh? Acts, the New Testament. <laughs> okay, I'm going to have to look okay, that here, up. Here, let me see. It's <laughs> on the... On the back of your Bible is there it is. Okay. I genuinely okay. thought like yeah. Okay. That took me a second. You know, from this point on, it's called the New Testament. It's a new covenant. Oh, oh okay. But it okay. does tie into the old covenant. For us Gentiles that don't have a Jewish Bible. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, but uh, Acts chapter five, and of course, this is when Peter heals the you know before he heals the cripple. And he's dancing around, look at me. And everybody knows who he is. The crowd comes. He preached the gospel. And then the leaders that were there crucifying Christ came to them and said, shut your mouth. Yeah. Rest of them. Uh, and I'm going to uh, first uh, beat you and, and then threaten them more. And just, okay, you, knowing that they can't deny this guy jumping around and knowing uh, <laughs> the things that, that the Lord has, uh, you know, been with Christ, uh, knowing all those things, they're just okay. Just don't s- talk about his name anymore. Right. So they went back, and it, I love this. And they, and they went back, and, and they went back to the to their own, and they began to pray. They didn't go back to the apostles. They didn't go. It's the same word that when Jesus said he went to his own, and his own received him. Not you know they went to he went to the friends. And they began saying, hey, okay, here's what we just got arrested for, and here's what they said. Now let's begin to pray. 
I mean, this is like intense. Because yeah. I'm thinking, wow, I better shut up or I'm going to be arrested or beaten, killed or right. whatever because they just did it. What, months ago to this, this uh, to Christ and raised him from the dead. And then they begin to pray. And there's five verses in chapter five. And the first three is all about who he is. God, you're just incredible, a creator of all things. Uh, you, you know, it took him... You know, it took three verses to say who he is, and then two verses of, okay, here's what we'd like to see. You know, and that great? It's not that God needs to be reminded of who he is. We just need to be reminded exactly. of who he is. So I, I've been in a season of, I need to be reminded of who he is. You know, and God does a, certain things with me um, uh, in that. Um, so that's just been where where we've been, you know. And okay, we're money shot. Sometimes we weren't so hard headed, so we can yeah. just stay on the mountaintop and still remember who he is. Yeah, I can yeah. never stay on the mountaintop yeah. and remember. I'm always yeah. having to be shoved down in the valley, yeah, like right. nope, learn it again. Because yeah. <laughs> the big thing is, just rely upon me trying to figure it out. Right. You know. Right. Um, and uh, I heard a guy speak with me in this conference. He was speaking about um, all this stuff was happening to him. You know family stuff, work work, uh, stuff. He just came to know the Lord and he just couldn't carry it all. And he said, you know, a guy came to him and said, you know, that's your problem. He says, well, what? He said, you're trying to carry three buckets. When's the last time anybody carried three buckets? And no, never. Well, you only have to carry one bucket and that is Christ and keep pouring into that and let Christ pour into you and then everything else will, you know, begin to work out. And um, so that's the season that we've been in. And of course, then Paul continues, I mean, Peter continues to talk about, you know, this uh, in Psalms 2. He quotes it in, in chapter 5 in Acts, Psalms 2, where all these leaders, the Gentiles, the Jews, everybody's coming against the anointed one, but they cannot stop it. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Whatever plans are there, and the enemy has, and, uh, you know, we are supposed to be dangerous saints. Right, which means there's danger, yeah. right? Yes, um, uh, there's danger. So, and of course, danger uh, heightens us to the point of calls us up to duty and ready for battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, all those things is kind of where I've been. It's just yeah. like, uh, but nothing can stop God's plan, no matter what will happen, right. and uh, and just trying to walk through that. So, yeah, the venture is the great thing, right? Yeah. It calls us up. It's it's mm-hmm. the danger. Uh, which this weekend, I'm going with eight alumni. Yes. Uh, Let's some talk about this adventure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's there, I, talk about this adventure. I, I'm going with eight alumni uh, up to West Virginia, up to my hometown, uh, spending the night, and we're hitting on Sunday morning early. Uh, I'm sure we'll pray before we go down there. Sunday morning early, uh, hitting the Gully River, uh, which is number two in the nation, top five in the world. Of, of difficulties, class five plus. So we're going to all together as men, you know, and you you should see these texts I'm getting. I mean, they're so funny. <laughs> Listen to these guys getting ready and pumped yeah. up. Because cause why? Because oh, it, it's, it's adventurous. <laughs> <For sure>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, then, and they're showing pictures of how dangerous it is. Ren's showing, you know, uh, Shauna's husband, Ren's going, showing you, and you're going, what? I don't, I don't need any more information. I don't need. I don't want to see these videos. So Ren and I could not be more opposite in how we download things, right? I just just let me go into a blind. I'll figure it out when I get there. Somebody will tell it to me. Ren wants to know everything yeah. about it first. <laughs> so I'm washing dishes the other night, and he hits play on his phone. He puts it up on the windowsill. He said, "Here, watch that." I said, "Okay." So I'm watching dishes, and I'm watching all these people go under these big old 
whatever waves and coming. You know, I was like, what? What are we doing? What am I watching? And he's like, oh, that's just watch that video. That's them. And I was like, I don't need it. I don't need to know. Yeah. I'm good. It gives I'm good. you something to worry about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. So should we should we tell them what um, Bristol said? <laughs> Yes, you can tell what Bristol said. Go for it. Bristol is... So Bristol is nine. She's our daughter. She's nine. And uh, so, you know, my kids think of them like grandparents. They're like our parents. Well, is that... My kids should call you parents, right? That doesn't make you feel quite as old if I no, say that, that's right? right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, so my daughter, Bristol, she's watching this video that, that Ren put on. And um, so she said, Daddy, Coach G's going down that? And he said, yeah. And she said are you sure Coach G's <laughs> going to go down that? And I was like, what? So we had to time out on the dinner prep and yeah. FaceTime him and Gigi, that's what they call Miss Sheila, and say, hey, just so you know, I don't know what they're trying to say. They're calling you out. But Bristol is yeah. like not well, sure you're going to be able to make it down. Well, I've been about six times, and I told all those alumni, I said, okay, i got one more good trip in me. <laughs> this might be my one last hurrah. Way to go. I hope I make it. Um, but just the adventure or the danger heightens all these eight alumni and me this like oh my gosh this is going to be you know and then, and then you just look at it in the spiritual world you know living life for just this earth and not you know what physical exercise profits little but godliness for this life and the life to come yeah. just makes everything just heightened yeah. and uh, for me the season has been a battle of me trying to figure out things to get out of situations or how to handle things and the Lord's going I'm still here I'm in control and just being reminded you know of these things so um, that's kind of where I've been but it's 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 just walking through this season you know and uh, and hoping that the Lord will continue to use it in the future so um, yeah but uh, so that's where I've been and Looking for this great adventure, so uh, coming up. But you went on a great adventure. Uh, I did. You like w- went to. It was not West Christian Virginia. Mecca. I, uh, can yeah, you go Christian like Mecca? Uh, can you say that? Yeah. Yeah. I guess. We can. A- and the addition to your family. I don't know if the people know this. Uh, yeah. So, uh, well, that's the greater adventure. Let's yes, just it sure that. is. Because you know, getting to partner with God and creating a soul—that's not nothing, you know. But, not um, nothing. So, yeah, we had Kaylee, my fourth daughter, back in April, and she's hilarious and wonderful. So we have four girls now, so that was a huge adventure. She came pretty early, too, so we just, like, booked it to the hospital. And, <laughs> um, and uh, so, but she's here, and we prayed for her. That was the biggest piece of that, because there was, um, my wife and I are in our mid to late 30s. That's just a thing that you have to take into account. Um, I'm a school teacher, so just resources um, where are we going to put this child yeah. how are we going to feed it but I, for some reason I, I felt like we were called to trust God with it because he the, um, in the Psalms it says the fruit of the womb is a reward and, and I would just talk to Kristen and just say our, our world wants us to think that children are not a reward yeah. they are at best uh, an add on you know, to your happiness mm-hmm you know, more people in your perfect Christmas photo or whatever. Or, at worst, a barrier to your happiness, an obstacle or something. And I just think both of those things, they're not just neutral. You can have them if you want, if you don't, whatever. Um, And they're not barriers or impediments to your happiness. That they're rewards. That if God opens your womb and puts a child in there, He's rewarding you. I thought, like, that. what a beautiful way of viewing children. Um, Even though it comes with a great deal of 
of stress and work and thought and discipline, all those things, it's good. Um, and then uh, the, the fruit of the womb is a reward. How blessed is the man whose quiver is full. He will not be put to shame when he meets his enemies at the gates. So it's like these children that you rear, you're rearing to be fellow saints. You know, at some point you'll release them, just like an arrow, right? You, you spend years sharpening and sharpening and sharpening, not to put it on your wall as a, look at this beautiful arrow I have. But you sharpen it, sharpen it, sharpen it, and then boom! And just, and you will not be put to shame. And so I thought, how blessed is the man whose quiver is full? So we just trusted God with that and just say, if he, if he opens the womb, he opens the womb. If he doesn't, he doesn't. And, and we like immediately got pregnant. <laughs> so, so okay. Um, and so she, when when she was born, that was the first thing I said. It's like we prayed for you. Like yeah. we prayed for you. Here you yeah. are. And so that sort of thing was just. And that's a you know, for our family, that was a particular test that I felt like God was putting us through. To like, are you going to trust me with something that doesn't make sense on paper? Doesn't make sense with your insurance? Doesn't make sense with you know? Mm-hmm. Are you going to trust me with that? And so that was adventure. And that's an ongoing adventure. So raising her will be a lifelong adventure, along with her, our other daughters. Um, but the one I think you're referring to, though, is yes. getting to go to Oxford. So uh, Landmark, a long story, they, they enabled me to be able to go to a C.S. Lewis conference in Oxford um, for something like six or seven days, um, which just is a dream. And so that, that was beautiful. But... What I've been telling, so when you come back from that, everybody's like, tell me all the stories and everything. And it was just, being in Oxford is great. Um, and getting to just hear conference talks on Lewis and be surrounded by people who were similarly influenced by him. It was just, we would open up, you know, plenary sessions with hymns and you're just hearing all of these saints from all over who love Christ um, and are grateful for Lewis's love of Christ. And so it's not a worship of the man, but it's just a, a, a reveling in this gift that we have from one of God's saints in Lewis. Uh, and then going to these breakout sessions and so on. All of that was great. But the thing that gripped me the most, and I had my Bible turned to it at the first, was that the last, the last event of the, of the conference was at the, um, I think it's called the University Church of St. Mary the Virgin. I think I'm getting that right. But it was where Lewis preached the weight of glory, mm-hmm. which I think is one of the greatest things he wrote. It's where he talks about we are half-hearted creatures. We are far too easily pleased. Um, beautiful. And he preached it in that church. And so you're looking at this pulpit, this place where Lewis preached just 70, 80 years ago. And the final service was going to be a worship service. And then Malcolm Geip was going to preach, who is one of the best poets and um, if you YouTube Malcolm Guy, he's G-U-I-T-E. He's just incredible. So he's preaching in this church. And I just had a week of just the most enriching sort of. And so I'm just so tuned in to what the sermon is going to be. And he preaches on John 3, um, John 3, 16. And, but he leads up to it by talking about the, what was happening in John 3 where Jesus is met by Nicodemus, who has all these questions. And I go, when you say born again, what do you mean by born again? How is that possible? And he's like, you're a Pharisee. How do you not know this? You're a teacher, and you don't know? Like, um, and so I, I was familiar with the chapter, but I think the Holy Spirit just tuned my attention to something that Malcolm Guy was drawing attention to that I never really thought about before, which is that 
Nicodemus met with Jesus in John 3 at night, just the two of them. And he was just kind of thinking, Malcolm Guy was just like, I wonder if it's because as a Pharisee, if Nicodemus couldn't approach Jesus with his earnest questions, with his real questions, in front of the Pharisees, in front of the daylight. And, um, and so all he could do was meet him at night. And the conference theme was about intellectual hospitality. Like how can you be charitable and loving and hospitable with people you disagree with, people who are like your students in your classroom, how can I be welcoming and, and so on. So Lewis's work on that was kind of the keynote of the conference. And so this whole idea was that Jesus was hospitable to Nicodemus by not rebuking him and say, if you really wanted to know me, you would have come to me in the daylight. You would have declared my name in front of me. Right. How dare you sneak up to me, all right? Mm -hmm. But he, he's, he lets him come to him at night. And he talked about how the woman with the issue of blood, all she could do was touch the garment. And yet Jesus halted the whole crowd for her. And he made this whole point about how Jesus is willing to meet us, not where we should be, but where we are. Mm -hmm. And he welcomes. And I was just like, that was the right thing. I'm like, where Jesus will entertain my doubts. He will hear my questions. He will hear my fears. And he will let me. Like all of the Psalms are David like, why are you taking so long, God? Why are you not? And Jesus lets him do it. And, you know, and he doesn't just break David's teeth. It's just like. And then there's that passage where it's like we come to God as, as a child saying, Abba, Father. And no father would rebuke his child for coming to him the wrong way right. or coming to him a thousand times with the same question. <laughs> it's just, you're a child, and so I'm going to welcome you. Mm -hmm. And that, for me, was the biggest takeaway from that adventure, that I come back to my classroom, I come back to my children, I come back to my friendships, mm -hmm. just saying, like, how can I be somebody who is so welcoming, not soft and not wishy-washy, because yeah. mm -hmm. that's not what Jesus told us. You must be born again. Right. But in that same chapter, he says... The Son of God did not come to the world to condemn the world. And we think that's often what Jesus came to do. He came to just condemn everybody and set things right. But he's, he came to set things right, but he sets things right by loving mm -hmm. and sacrificing and opening the, the way um, and not rebuking those who come by night or come over time, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, and I just, that was the most gripping thing for me. So just when you talk about adventure, that's... That's an adventure of mine where you go expecting to just be bowled over and expecting, which I was, but it was that, that the, the seemingly innocuous kind of detail in a sermon that I, I hope that I don't forget that. Mm -hmm. um, so anyway, yeah, it was, it was beautiful. I commend Oxford to anybody. Like, if God arranges it where you have the, the opportunity to go, like, take it. It's breathtakingly beautiful. But, anyway. and, and then begin to walk there. You, you walked around uh, the park or the yeah. where Tolkien and Lewis yeah. talked, and and this the discovery of who he is was on this path, and we're all on paths, right? Yeah. But it's great to look back and say, okay, this was my path. This is how God directed me. This, these are the people He put in my path. Right. Uh, even Lewis is the most reluctant convert, right? He said, "Man, I didn't want to. I don't want to." come to him but he had no other option yeah. uh, after he's seeking things out it was him and him alone so yeah. I don't know just the you sent me a picture while you was over there the tree yeah. you know and some other places it's just it's just so cool that when we look at other people's lives like you said we're not worshiping the man 
but his journey. And uh, then you can say, okay, now what was my journey? How did it look like his? Right. And um, the encouragement thing. So, man, when you was over there, I was so excited for you. I, I was so excited. Especially when you sent a picture of you and Michael Guy together. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like Santa Claus. He's got a big old beard, yeah. you know, and just... Uh, yeah, you just got to look him up on YouTube. Yeah, it, it, it's hard to, dis- to yes. describe, but he is such a... He's Lewis-like in a lot of ways because he just carries that same spirit of warmth. Because Lewis was Lewis was brilliant. He was an Oxford, Cambridge professor. Like, but, and he got made fun of for this because he wrote for anybody. Sure. He yeah. wrote popular. He wrote for children, yeah. right? That here's this grown man late in his life writing children's fairy tales. What is he... And yet, it's that same sort of thing. Like, the truth is not a condescending hammer. It is not um, a distant cliff. The truth is a person. I'm the way, the truth, that came to us. But he didn't just come to us. He came to us as a baby. He came to us like us, in a way that we could understand. Because we've all been babies. Mm -hmm. Um, And so he came in a way that we could immediately connect to, no matter who we are. Uh, And he grew in wisdom and stature, just like we have to. And so... That idea that Jesus is not, he's not waiting for me to mess up. He's not um, keeping me at arm's length. I just, that's when you talk about like the, the deep, dark holes that we sometimes get into. That's one for me where it's like, he's this, fig, he's, a, he's God after all. And the kind of God that isn't really um, going to forgive me. He's not, you know, how could he? And yet he is. Like, he stands open to the Nicodemuses. He's open to the Zacchaeuses. He's like, I'm coming to your house. I'm here. I'm coming to you. Because you would never come to me. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to come to you. Mm -hmm. I just, that, like, I will will go to my grave loving that Mm -hmm. and trying to believe it. Um, And and Lewis was the same. There's this childlike wonder at the fact that this he's the the myth become fact. Like he's the really real hero, yeah. um, and just he never lost that. He's Aslan. He's untamable. He's um, he tells Lucy. Remember that passage I quoted? That yeah. I texted to you. Yeah. He tells Lucy at the end of the last battle. He says, "You are not yet so happy as I mean you to be." Yeah. <laughs> like that's the kind of god he is. It's like however happy you think you are, you are nowhere near as happy as I intend. <laughs> I just like pfft, yeah, beautiful. That's great. Yeah. That's good. Um, Sounds fun. Amen. Well, any any final thoughts? We kind of all chipped in. Oh wow! Just just continue on. You know, it's just uh, the pressing on, and just this conversation, and our conversations we have offline. You know, on a consistent basis. Yeah. It's just so encouraging. So, do you have those saints yeah. that you can share? You can pray. You can encourage. You can just Hey, shoot a text, man. Look what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Look what God, this is. This is nuts. Or give us a um, uh, FaceTime of your your kids <laughs> making fun of me that I'm too old to do anything. But it, it was just we need each other. We need you know. Um, uh, like I said, I don't know if anybody's listening on this, but I just needed this today. So mm-hmm. it's just um, the saints coming together yeah. and iron sharpening iron. So be encouraged. Yes. Yeah. Well, and have a, to have a space for that encouragement to be articulated. Because I think all three of us privately believe in encouraging each other and believe in each other and love each other. But creating a space to actually talk about it is so neat. I was telling you before Shauna got here, it's like, I, I need this. I love this. I look forward to it because it gives a space to actually say yeah. what God's been doing in my life mm-hmm. and to hear right. 
rather than just to know that it's happening. I know God is at work in your life, but to actually sit down and hear you, mm-hmm. articulate it, and to hear you, yeah. um, it's really uh, Especially people are really uh, excited about it, I guess, you know, like when you're talking about your kids or anything that you really love. I mean, you just kind of get excited with the person who's talking about it. So when you find others who gush about their king, like, yeah. let's stick with that. Whoever that is, even if you, you know, hey, I'm back again. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell me a little bit more? And even if it's you don't have anything, um, I, I remember, um, I will go, we, we will always ebb and flow out of seasons, right? Right now this happens to be a season um, where it's easier most days <laughs> to, um, uh, to just start off this heart of gratitude. And then we have our seasons where we got to, you know, talk ourselves into that with scripture. And so I've definitely been through my ebb and flows. So, um, but, oh man, I lost my train of thought now trying to describe mm. what I was, what I was talking about. Um, I'm sure it was good. I'm sure it was really good. <laughs> I'm sure it was so great. <laughs> um, anyway, I, I think I was just, we will all go through our seasons. So maybe if, uh, there was a season in my life, there was a time in my life where I could not, there's, uh, the song, um, it is well with my soul. That's how you always answer your questions. It is well, and I know that that means not like the same as it's good. That means it's well. Like he, you're choosing, yeah. uh, you know, to to know that he's sovereign. But there was a time where I couldn't sing that song. It was true to me, but I was. It was really hard for me, and I couldn't sing it. So everybody would stand up in church. Everybody would sing that song, and I would I would stand quietly. Um, and and now I I do sing that, and I'm certain I'll re-enter another season where it's hard for me to. Sing speak or say or sing particular things about him, not because I'm distrusting that, but just because of whatever's going on in my life. So if you happen to be in that state where it's hard to sing, get around somebody who maybe they're in a season that's not so dark. Right. And they that is that encouraging where you find the people to just cling to uh, that are in that moment, maybe they're standing on a mountain, maybe it's not so dark for them and they can sing it as well and they can remind you that it is well. Um, I think I've said this on here before, but I remember in one of the really dark, hard days, Sheila came and said, oh, okay, but who is your God? Yeah. And I don't know that I really wanted to hear that in, my, in that moment. I wanted you to tell me my circumstance was going to change or go away. Uh, but she was in that moment in a place where she could share that. And, and so now that's something that I'll hold on to and, and I'll turn to the next person mm-hmm. say, hey, this wiser, more seasoned warrior said this to me. And she's right. Now I can see she's right. Who is your God? Fix your eyes on him. And so now I can turn to somebody else, maybe that's struggling and say that. So yeah, well, I, you're actually I, turning I, to her and giving her a verse of encouragement. <laughs> you've done that to me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, here recently, you know, and the writer of that song, it is well with my soul. Oh, man, man was at the moment at the spot where yeah. his daughters were drowned in a shipwreck and, when sea billows roar, yeah. you know, no matter what my lot, he has taught me to say right. as well with my soul. I mean, who can write that? Who writes like that? Yeah. yeah who well, can, I feel that way all the time. Yeah. Who can write like that? You know? Yeah. So, yeah. So we are in need of each other. Well, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. All yeah. of the, the Bible's filled with examples like that. Yeah. That a human being cannot do. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's where it's just you know, with the idea of being a dangerous saint, it's not this program of some sort of like human rallying cry. It's like dangerous saints are the ones that recognize it's what you opened with. It's like all I am, I owe to Christ, yeah. Yeah. and it's because of that I can say, 
it is well with my soul. Because yeah. I don't believe it apart from For sure. it being true in Christ. Right. If it's true in me, right. it's not true. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I think just... Because you've done that for me, where you're, um, the Lord is on his throne, his word yeah. is true and trustworthy. Yeah. Like I, I take that now, yeah. but that's a formula that I believed, mm-hmm. but it's now become a motto or a mm-hmm. statement that I can utter that actually mm-hmm. speaks it into being. Right. And then I, well, I will give that on to somebody. Yeah. And just, yeah. And now, do you rock when you say it? Because that's the thing right there. That's the ticket. you got to sit on the floor, fold laundry, you're in the throne, you're in the throne, you're in the you got to look I, a little crazy when you say it, and then I think it yeah. works When that day sure. comes, I'll see my reflection in there. <laughs> right, go, oh, sh- I've become Shauna. Done. This has happened. Yeah. That was a bad day. You yeah. should be. Yeah. <laughs> That will be a bad day. Start ordering my Obadiah <laughs> Bible studies. I'm like, there's something I'm missing. I've been in Ephesians. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, as good as it is to be together, conversely, is the enemy would love to separate us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and For that's sure. where it's it's um, deadly. Yeah. You know, the, that the enemy would love to say, I'm on an island. Nobody sees me. Mm-hmm. He doesn't understand God has abandoned me, and we don't have this people speaking life. Because there's times, you know, scriptures talk about weak faith, strong faith, you know, mm-hmm. and there's times our faith is stronger than others, right. and uh, you know, so we just need each other to do that. So uh, sure. I pray that this would be so on whoever's listening yeah. today too. Your mom, so. and your mom. mom, we love you, mom. Yeah, mom love we mom. do. Yeah, we do. So. <laughs> Bake brownies next time. Well, that's another thing you keep saying too. Maybe so. Maybe so. Because we say amen all the time. Mm-hmm. But just we are rephrasing it. Just allows that to click. Yeah. You're like I'm putting my stamp of approval and faith mm-hmm. in Christ. Yeah. Like maybe so. I'm gonna wish this yeah. in His name mm-hmm. because it's a good. Yeah. Yeah, so I love that too. That's a Fred Gilkes. That's it. Well, maybe yeah. So. And and so uh, when I pray with my kids, I have pretty much the same prayer every night, um, praying over their heart of good soil that the seeds of truth be planted firmly, deeply. I have this whole thing and all of it is scripture that I walk through. Well, now Bristol has started saying that herself. So when I get to a certain point, she picks up the prayer and so she prays that over herself. And so then at the very end, when she got through with hers and and I would then come back into the prayer, you know, so I would say, may it be so. And and I thought about you, you know, every time. And so now she's, she takes it. Now she says, and may it be so. You got to leave me something. You got (laughs) to. At least she doesn't say maybe so. Right. Maybe yes. so. Yeah. She did. May it, it be might so. happen. Might not. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe so. And her oaks of crotchetness. Oaks of crotchetness. That's for another story. Huh? Oh, oh man. Okay. okay. Well, anyway, the cutest thing. We'll 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 land the plan. Have a great time. Is it this coming weekend or next week? Yeah. No, it's coming up weekend. All right. Yeah. Come back alive. And bring my husband back. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's the game plan. Two things. Be dangerous. The rest of the guys, whatever. Let's but you alive. and my okay. husband have to come back. All right. Yeah. So we're looking for the adventure. Well, as for Fred Gilkison and Shauna Gibby, I'm Matt Huff. This is season three, episode one. Episode one. Um, until next time, may it be so. May it be so. May it be so. Be so. Be so.